All right, I'm going to make a prediction real quick. All right, what is it? This episode is going to be dope. Hey, that's a good prediction. That's, uh, I predict you might be right. Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by our YouTube channel. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. You know what YouTube is. Go find it on your device, your Xbox, your computer, wherever it is that you spend most of your time on YouTube. Doggy Fizzle, Televizzle. And subscribe to the Natural Habitat Podcast. You know why? Why? You know why. Tell them why. Because we're going to upload every single day. We've already been doing it since the first of the year. Every day. Every day for the whole year. Every day there's something. That's what we're going to focus on building our YouTube channel. So you should get in on the ground floor because we only got like 30 subscribers right now. So lay it on us. It's brand new. It's yeah. exclusive. It's it is. one of a kind. Uh-huh. You won't find another one. You won't. It's our natural. It is. It's in our own habitat. Uh-huh. It's your favorite podcast. Do it. We're ready to go. We always are. I'm predicting. He is. Something grand. He's right. Visions of grandeur. Visions of fish and chips. Feeling like Trump. Feeling like bump. Ba bump. Bump up the volume. Bump, bump up, up the, the volume. volume. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, we're going to be having shit coming out every day. A whole slew of things. A whole lot of something. A whole lot of slew. And there's a lot of a people lot of... that I talk to and they go, Hey, Mikey, I really love to listen to your podcast, but it's not on YouTube. Mikey guess what? likes it. Guess what, bitch? It's now on it YouTube. Is. Now it is. Now it is. Every day there's going to be something for you to listen to. Every day. So enjoy. Enjoy it. Are you ready to get into this or what? I was born this way. That's why I performed this way. Well, then let's do it. Hit that funky ass theme song, me. Boom! Member the Natural Habitat Podcast. Woo! I love our new theme song. Yeah, shout out to Dude and Guy, even though they didn't give it to us. Dude and Guy, we'd like to be very clear about this, okay? Dude and Guy did not hit us up and go, hey, we'd love for you to use our song for your show. <laughs> uh, Dude and Guy made that, and they stole it from South Park, a bunch of samples. So we stole it right from them. So go check them out on SoundCloud, Dude and Guy, dude, yeah. guy, give him a follow. Give him a follow. Listen to some of their other stuff, and don't, don't tell him we sent you. And as always, if you are dude and or guy, hit us up. We want you on the show. Yeah, we want you to come on the show because uh, we appreciate your shit and we like what you're making. So that is our theme song for 2017's edition of the Natural Habitat Podcast, which is this. My name is Mikey Booyah. My name is. Kedger AC. My name is Alan Thick is dead. Oh. My name is the blood clot in Joan Jett's body right now. <laughs> <laughs> My name it caused a mild heart attack. You were hoping, but it didn't it didn't make it. So no. 2017 doesn't even count. I don't know. I I did say in the next year. So I have until September. Hmm. If you go back and listen to Podstradamus, <clears throat> I said, I'm going to say within a year. Boom. Holy shit. Speaking of Podstradamus, yeah? what's, what's today's episode about? Today is sort of like a Podstradamus episode <laughs> because we've been doing, a, we, we've been making a lot of predictions lately. We've been foreseeing the future and we realized that it's kind of all about trends and what's going on in the world and how everyone is thinking at the time. You can kind of predict what's going to happen. 
Well, speaking of predictions, uh huh. A few days ago, there was this UFC fight. Ufsk. Yeah, and it was uh, it was the return of Ronda Rousey. Oh shit! How'd she which, do? Which the whole world knows that she got knocked the fuck out. But yeah. uh, my point is, I picked eight out of ten that night to win. So I was getting my motherfucking inner inner yeah. Edgar on. I saw that I, post. I was, you just posted a bunch of a bunch of last names. Yep. So when you say you were getting your inner Edgar on, you were you smoked a lot of weed, you passed out into some sort of like a uh, weird catatonic state, and then updated your Facebook or Twitter with the winners of the fight. Yeah. Because for people don't know, for for people who don't know, Edgar Casey was. A uh, an American mystic, a psychic of sorts. Oh shit! We don't have Jerry anymore to answer the door. Somebody's knocking. Got the guard dog on him. All right, we're gonna go see who this is. Okay, uh, you say tamales? It's the tamale lady. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll get some tamales. Do you want some? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll take five each. Hey. Take five. I remember that. Take five. You remember that? I'm a, it's a candy bar, right? I don't remember. They still got that. Or is that a give me five? <laughs> give, give me five. Hey, give me five, brother. Give me five. And then you're hey. like, I got your candy, bitch. We should make our own candy and call it slap me five. Yeah? Yeah. Why not? Here, slap me five. Pow. <laughs> Pow. Right and then the there it is. That would so, be our slogan. And then you could say, hey, slap me five. And then it, even if someone slaps you five and they also have a slap me five candy bar, then you get their candy bar? Uh, or is it, um, or, or do you get to save the candy bar yourself? You just slap people fives. I think it's the practical joke candy bar. So, like, it's a reason to slap somebody five. I like it. So it's really just you open the wrapper and then your hand comes out and you slap someone in the face? You're like, you're like hey, let me have a slap, slap me five. Smack. smack. Sla- <laughs> Slap me five. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, you meant the candy. And then you smack him again, and you don't give him the candy. Well, that was cool. You had a little bell on that smack. Is your phone on? No, I never heard of it. How many episodes have we done? You got your damn phone on over <laughs> I here? I don't even have a phone. I don't know why you keep saying this Now, shit. all of a sudden, you got phone noises coming from you. Bro, that is your fucking inner thought bubble. Okay. Oh, well, you know what? That's weird, because I did have a realization what was that? Right around the time that that thought bubble went off. And that okay. is that this nice lady is still standing here trying to sell us tamales. So, yes, oh, we will oh, take yeah. the tamales. Thank you very much. Do you have change for $600? <laughs> <laughs> you got a $600 bill? I got, all right, yeah, I'll just give you $100 bill. There you go. All right, great. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. Thank you. Yeah, every week, every week. She's like, yeah, I got changed for six hundred dollars and hand you your five one hundred dollar bills back. Yeah, <laughs> and then it breaks the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you didn't think that one through, there, buddy. I never think anything through. But all that I was trying to do was just find an imaginary person to talk to because I wanted to do it all year. Well, I thought we weren't doing that this year. I know I'm not supposed to, but I'm still doing it, and you couldn't stop me. So blah blah. Goodbye, nice lady. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> all okay. Right. Okay. Get, um, let's uh, get the Predictmobile rolling. The what now? Predictmobile. <laughs> the Predictmobile? Yeah. That's got dick right in the middle of it. Kind of like you. Yeah. If you're going like top to bottom, there's a dick right in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Did you just say what? <laughs> Something about bottom and dick in the middle? I never heard. Not a dick in the bottom. If you go from head to toe. All right. All right. We're overthinking this. Like a pan up situation. There's a dick in the middle. Pan up? Pan Are up. you making stuff up? What do you mean? That wait. Yeah, pan up? Is that is that not a, a cinematography term? <laughs> Never heard of it. I, there's pan left and pan right. What is it? What is it when you go from like the feet to the head? I don't know. It's like a pan up. I'm it, pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it probably is called something else. Yeah, just something that's not what I said. I'm wrong, but you don't know what the right answer is. You're like, I don't know what the real answer is, but I know that you're wrong. Yeah, for sure. So good so, job with that. Like All that. right. Let's pan up to fucking Edgar Casey's face. Because oh, what? 
Edgar Casey was a mystic. He was born in the late 1800s, 1877. Died in 1945. Is, is mystic some kind of term that you just call people when you don't know what they are? Yeah. Is that like a foley? <laughs> like a Mick Foley or like a Foley artist? Both. A Mick Foley. Is that Foley like artist. a fucking. Yeah, you just like. You know. When they're like mysterious and like you can't explain them, then they're a mystic. How do you say. I don't know what. How do you say. How do you say. <laughs> yeah. How do you say. I don't know what in French. Uh, you say er No, Google it. Watch. Uh, okay, cool. One second. How how do you say what? <laughs> how I, do you say I don't know what? Here we go. <laughs> you know why it's funny because you've heard it in a million movies. Genesis <laughs> don't take a french class that is a beautiful language it is a very beautiful language sound it out how does it say je ne sais pas que you so I want to I want to fuck myself right now this is a gorgeous language okay it sounds so good <laughs> here hold on je ne sais pas ce que je ne sais pas ce que I don't know what. Je ne sais pas ce que. Try I don't know. I don't know, girl. All right, here we go. Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. Je ne sais pas. That's pretty cool that it has a voice in there. Yeah, let's see what else we can make it say. Natural Habitat Podcast? Okay. <laughs> in Chinese. Ooh. Podcast d'habitat naturel. Oh, podcast de naturel. Podcast de plein 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 plein. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I just got genuinely excited by that. You feel like you're coming all the time or what? Uh, I'm coming. Oh, there I get the feeling of coming. Okay, here, one more time. Here's a clean one. Okay. Nice. Zeranchichi Kopoko. Not even close. Hey, uh, Not even close what I said? No. <laughs> I didn't about, even finish. Uh, I didn't even make it halfway through. No, how about Japanese? Okay. This is fun. I fuck with Japanese. Here it is. Whoa, that is podcast. You heard it? Podcast. That's a podcast, yo. <laughs> all right. Hey, I heard. I don't know what all that other shit was, but it was podcast. Po- and okay. you know what? Podcast okay. is like the longest word I've ever seen. You want to see how to spell it? P O D D O K Y A S U T O. Podcast. Podcast. That's nuts. How about um, uh, Korean? Korean's pretty weird. Yeah. They say they have hard R's like ours. <laughs> Here we go. Well, I didn't hear any right there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear any hard R's at all. <laughs> Shit. Try South Korean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's an option on Google Translate. <laughs> uh, what else? Is there any else? Oh, man. This is Russian. Funny. Russian's probably crazy. We, we totally abandoned our, our episode plan. No, we're good. We got Google it. We're good. We're good. All right. Russian. Let's try Russian. Right. Don't Russian. Whoa. Podcast. Podcaster. Whoa, one more time. Естественная среда обитания подкаста. Damn, that shit's pretty cool. That is pretty dope. I fuck with Russian. What would you do? Just get a bunch of samples in a bunch of different languages. Yeah, and then I could distort them. Yeah, and have it be the, uh, have it be the <laughs> intro. Yeah, that's perfect. How come you could do it so good and I do it bad? <laughs> I don't get it, I never man. Heard of it. It's fucked up. All right. Um, all right. So. He was a mystic. A mystic or, <laughs> or a prophet. Or a fucking... You know, he was everything. A, he was all a that mystic, stuff. No, but a mystic is like... Uh, you know those people who used to say they were doctors when they never knew anything back in the day and they would sell you like fucking 
tonics and like a like, snake oil salesman. Yeah, those motherfuckers. That's what a mystic is. Uh, mystic is popularly known as becoming one with God or the absolute, but may refer to a kind of ecstasy or altered state in consciousness, which is given a religious or spiritual meaning. Crazy, basically. He's saying they're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. A mystic is somebody who talks to an imaginary creature in the sky and makes potions and things and tells you that they work. Yeah, and that's kind of uh, what he did because he... No! Had, he had a bunch of... <laughs> he was a prophet. He answered, a he answered questions on subject as varied, subjects as varied as healing, reincarnation, wars, Atlantis, and future events while in a trance. So healing is in there. So yeah, he, but... he might not have actually made the tonics, but he told people how to make them. No. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it happened. No. It's men's warehouse, and I guarantee it. He is the sleeping prophet. Yeah, so this is what he would pass out. He would roofie himself with GHB and trust oh. everyone around him. It's like uh, he would Dr. Phil himself. Doc <laughs> he Dr. Phil himself? He bore himself to sleep? That was really funny. <laughs> uh, Dr. Phil had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he he would like. How would he put himself to sleep? Do you know? Yeah, or he would just I, fall asleep. I was there. I seen it firsthand. He was like, he was like, and then he was like, oh my <laughs> god, you know what I mean, man? <laughs> I don't know. He would count sheep backwards. Fuck. I okay, don't know, bro. so you I, have I don't a know how he did it, but he did it. That's the point. He fucking put himself in a trance-like state, which people do all the time. I don't understand it. I don't. I have you ever seen anybody be hypnotized? I've seen people hypnotize and I've never believed it. Ever. Yeah, I never believed ever. it either. I don't believe it. It's not real. But it is real because simpletons fucking get hypnotized. And I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, it's like, I think that it's I, some. I, I think you have to believe. Yeah, I read something about it and it's like there's there's certain people that are susceptible to hypnotism. And it's because if you're at this place, like say if you're at like a fair, because that's where I've always seen it. I'm at like some place. There's 15 people in the crowd. There's a hypnotist. He brings up random people and hypnotizes them and has them do things and like make fucking cow noises or some shit like that, right? Well, it's like the people, the type of people that go up on stage for hypnotism shows are the same kind of people that answer polls and the same kind of people that do all this retarded shit. So, yeah, but all those people lie. That's what I'm saying because they go up there and the hypnotist says, okay, now you're in a trance and you're feeling relaxed. Okay, so and you're basically go, saying it's not real. It isn't real. And then they say, okay, now I want you to flap your arms like a chicken. And you're standing there and you you don't feel like you have to do it, but you feel like if you don't do it, that everyone in the crowd is going to look at you like there's something wrong with you because you didn't get hypnotized. And it's like you want to be part of the tribe. So you do the thing and you go along with it. I would not. I wouldn't either, but I also wouldn't go up on stage. I so, would. So he wouldn't have the chance to fucking try to hypnotize no, me. No, I would test a motherfucker. You yeah? Know? Because, like, if you don't believe it, you call the charlatan one when you see it. Then do it you know? and stream it on Facebook Live. And until then, you got show nothing me, to say. Show me. I've seen it. <laughs> this sounds creepy. Okay, but I'm ready. Where, where's the worst place you want to meet a hypnotist? The worst place to meet a hypnotist? In, in public. Uh, probably, at a, probably at a bar, right? Yeah, probably. That's where I met one. It's probably the worst place. We met a hypnotist at a bar. He's like, this motherfucker was trying to hypnotize people. He's like, and I was not buying it. I put the peanut in the drink, and then he's all, "You're feeling, <laughs> you're feeling sleepy." Yeah, yeah. But you know, my homie got hypnotized and uh, to quit smoking cigarettes, and he said that that shit worked. Yeah, but I'm calling bullshit because. That dude said a lot of bullshit and then ended up doing the complete opposite later on. So who knows? You know, who knows? I used to believe that guy, but now, now I never do. So I'm like, uh, probably not, you know? So it's, <laughs> it's like hit or miss. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm believing it. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I've never actually been hypnotized myself. So until then, I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. I so think, basically he hypnotizes himself. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah, you go along with it. And I think it's like a placebo effect. You know what Air I mean? Air finger quotes. No, well, uh, you know how remote reading is? 
uh, remote remote viewing? Yeah, no. Maybe, probably. Okay, well remote viewing is like being able to tap out and um be somewhere else. Like like you could sit somewhere and meditate or whatever and actually go somewhere else and like and see able, something that's to, actually happening. Yeah, exactly. Be able to talk about it. So um that's a thing. You think so? so? Yeah, yeah, that's for sure a thing. Cause uh I don't know, the the army used it for a long time, so and like natives used it and like Aborigines use it and like all these all these people use it, you know, so that shit and if that's real then I have to say you can't fully say hypnotism isn't real. But I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm open to possibilities to say that. Like any conspiracy, I'm fucking I'm open to possibilities, but I don't believe shit. So it's like I I really don't believe in a lot of uh, a lot of psychic stuff. I don't believe in anyone that claims to be psychic now. No, but they'd have to be pretty damn uh, specific about some shit. They'd have to hit yeah. some shit on the fucking head that nobody's ever heard about. It's got to be like some fucking poignant ass shit. But this kind of shit, this Edgar Casey shit, is hard to deny. Like when you go through and read some of the shit that he has successfully predicted. He predicted the collapse of the Soviet Union, the crash of the stock stock market in 1929. Stark market. Stark market. In 1924, so five years before, he taught all of his clients to prepare for the crash and how to play the bull market, whatever that is. And he was ahead of the stock market crash by five years. Uh, he predicted the rise of Adolf Hitler. But he also said that <laughs> that nineteen thirty three would be a good year, and then uh, it turned out that in nineteen thirty three, Adolf Hitler was appointed Chancellor of Germany. He dissolved the German Parliament, the beginning of the Nazi rampage, and the U.S. was in full swing in the Great Depression in nineteen thirty three. So he was off on a lot of those. It was a good year for Hitler. Well, what year did he make the prediction? I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't so, say that yeah, one. it was probably... Oh, wait. It just says in one of his earlier predictions. Yeah, that means way earlier. Yeah. So, he predicts things that happen 30, 40, 50 years away from him, and the shit comes true. He predicted uh, the 2004 earthquake and tsunami on Boxing Day. That's crazy. He predicted his own death. That is the craziest. And you know, I hear that a lot of people who are some type of clairvoyant. They can usually do that. That's like a reoccurring theme. Like, like remember Jacques Nietzsche? Yeah. That was funny. But they said the same type of shit in there. Well, they got that from somewhere, you know, and they got that from people like Edgar Casey and and other people who have successfully done it, you know, and uh, and it's not even a success. <laughs> That's just a lack of better words. I mean, like, how fucked up is that? If you have some type of foresight to where you're in tune with some shit that other people aren't, and you're like, holy fuck, what do you tell yourself that day? Like, yeah. when you figure out, when you figure out, like, are you fucking kidding me? I just figured out the day I die. <laughs> yep. How do you like? How do you plan around that, or like plan for that, or like who? Who do you tell? Who do you not tell? Like, cause what if it turns into like some Final Fantasy shit, where like, or Final Destination shit, where like you tell people and uh, everyone when, tells when you're die. supposed to die. <laughs> no, and then they like try to protect you from dying and shit, and then like they die in the process because they got in death's way or like yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? That's, that's crazy shit. That's some silly shit, but like, like, what would you do? Like, say, say, if I found out today what day I was going to die and then I told you about it, what would you do? Like, you know, you would probably try to figure out some way to like protect a motherfucker. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to fucking die in Hollywood. Then I'd be like, okay, well, I'm coming to get you and we'll leave in Hollywood <laughs> and then we'll go somewhere else and then death will be on my ass. 
Or both, because yeah. what if like what if by you making that decision you went out with me by like by association or whatever, just by being there because of fucking whatever I, I die from. That's crazy. Right? That's why you don't like, fuck yeah. with death. I've watched Final Destination. Yeah. Well yeah, yeah, shit. How could you fucking it's so trippy to even think about it. how could you how could you deal with something like yeah, that? How, that's the how one could you predict your own death and then like know like you're just on a forever countdown after that. You're just like, oh, another day closer. That's the one thing that people always want to hide from and never want to find out about. Everyone wants to know about the future, wants to know about what's going to happen, what's going to happen with this, what's going to happen with that. But you never want to know when you're going to die. And that's always like a thing in stories and movies. Whenever they get taken into the future to when they die, they're like, what the fuck? Why are you showing me this? This is bullshit. Like, come on. And So fucking- if you had the choice... If you had like the power to choose to like figure out, if you could choose today to know or to not know, what would it be? Uh, I would not know because I think that you, you don't want to know, bro. I don't think so because I think that I think it would my life would turn into a countdown, which you know it already is in a certain way, but it, but it could it could also have like the complete polar opposite effect and be like the motivating factor in your life to make you do everything you ever wanted to do because then you know exactly how much time you have to do it and you can plan your life to scale. It could be, but I don't know. I think I'd rather not know because uh, somebody said, if you had an hour to sum your whole life up, would you spend that hour saying that an hour ain't enough? And I think that that's what it would turn into. I would turn into, because I, you would have to take that gamble. Like if I knew right now if I had exactly how old you were going to be when you died, and if you wanted to know, your reaction would be very different if I said you're going to die at 52 or you're going to die at 89. Yeah, well, that's the gamble of it. All right. Like I, I feel you on – if I'm going to die within the next five years, I'm for <laughs> sure probably I – might, I might want to know that. <laughs> well, I feel the opposite. Yeah? Yeah, if I'm going to die like a long time from now, I'd probably want to know because then I could extra plan and like I can I can achieve goals. If I'm dying within five years from now, I probably don't want to know. I just want to live. Yeah. But, but I could see both sides of it too if I fucking, you know, if, I don't know. I, knowing at any time would probably be better. But it would be shitty. It'd be best to know, you know, but it would be fucking not good because it's a shitty feeling to yeah. know that that's all you got. Like, like we've been talking about mortality a lot lately and talking about how it's so crazy all these people dying so young at like 60. 60 is really young as we think about age nowadays with like help and health and advancements and like things that we have now, you know, and, um, it's scary thinking like maybe we're halfway through this shit already. Yeah. And then imagine if you like got cut way short, like some, you know, and that could be like a big problem of why some people don't take to cancer well also and like give up pretty fast because you get like a time limit, you know, you get like a time like and that shit like makes you shut down probably and like you're like, uh. Yeah. It's all about your mind state. There's plenty of people that have beaten all kinds of cancers. But yeah, it's, it's, e- it's really easy to give up when you get told that you have a year to live, maybe. But luckily, Edgar Casey only knew like three days before he was going to die. He made the prediction on January 1st and then died on January 3rd and was buried the next day. No, 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 no. He, that's not when he predicted. He predicted that he would die on January 1st. No, but not, on, no, uh, on January 1st, he predicted but, that he would die in four days. Are you sure that's what it says? That's what it says. On January 1st, he predicted he would die in four days. And then he had a stroke. So it's not like he was sick and he was dying. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to go soon. Like everything was cool. And then he had a stroke. And fucking came out of nowhere, and it killed him. He died shortly after. And another person that uh, predicted their own death was Mark Twain. 
This is crazy. That is crazy. That shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes we've heard a lot of stories over the years about weird stories like that. And sometimes people just know, you know, like people know when they can let go and hold on. And like people know, like, I don't know, they like instinctively know when to go. Right. That's a fucking, that's a crazy animal thing. Yeah. It happens with a lot of wildlife. Of course it happens with people too. You know, it's, it's a trip to see some people like, like Leia's mom. Leia's mom died fucking of a, being heartbroken. Yeah. Basically. You know what I'm saying? She just couldn't take it. And it, hap- she's like, it happens a lot. I've been reading a lot of stories lately. There was a, there was like an old couple that the wife died and then like three days later the husband died and he was totally healthy. Like fucking stayed in the hospital with her for like a month while she was fighting. She died and then he gave up, had nothing to live for after that. So it's like people literally are dying of broken hearts. <laughs> That's so sad, huh? Yeah, and I think it's because we're not. It's, I I think that we're not taught how to like deal with loss properly. Well, no, no, and not necessarily because uh, in that situation, when you've spent sixty years with somebody, that is more appropriate than anything else. Yeah, true. You know, that's like, um, like, I don't know, like supposed to happen, I guess, like acceptable or like you know they they spent their whole life but who knows you know like the same thing with leia and her mom debbie reynolds was fucking pretty old she was in her 80s so yeah 80s or 90s or something all right so trip on this real quick uh edgar casey made a lot of predictions made a few that didn't come true he uh he said that california was gonna fall off into the ocean hey uh a long time ago Hey, no, that still is a possibility. If you look at um, what's yeah. going to happen with... Uh, yeah, but he it's said... Not, it's not going to fall off, basically. It's just going to be flooded because of um, the caps melting. Yeah. The water levels are going to rise. only thing that's going to be left are the mountains in Cali. If, yeah. you look at, if you look at how they raised water on the map, they did a, um, a digital recreation of it, and they showed like how high it would go up. Cali looked like islands because all that was left above water were like mountains. It'll be the new Hawaii. They yeah, said he said that uh, in the '60s that the Baja Peninsula in California would slide into the Pacific Ocean due to some sort of earthquake. Earthquakes are hard to predict too. Yeah, but uh, one of one of the one of his things that he said that hasn't come true yet that I think hits hardest with me is he said that there would be a time in the future when all individuals would realize their responsibility towards one another. This will be a realization that will change the mass thought of humanity. Casey predicted that there would be three profound archaeological discoveries in a very ancient and important nature that would revolutionize the way we understand human origins. He stated that this will occur when humanity reaches a higher level. He predicted a new era of peace and enlightenment will follow the tremendous earth changes he foresaw a new era of enlightenment and peace for humanity in the future and a unified field of energy that would someday shift the consciousness field of humanity, which is dope. Yeah, well, that could very well still happen because yeah. I'm a huge believer in we don't know shit. And I, I totally feel like all everything has happened over and over again, even nuclear power. I feel like this is not the first time that we've had nuclear power. There's evidence to prove otherwise all over the planet, like nuclear glass and things like that only come from fucking that type of blast, you know, or that type of explosion. Um, Comets or asteroids kind of make some of the same things too, but fucking not like we see on the same scale. So I definitely believe that um, history has repeated itself many times in that, that shit is not out of the realm of possibility yet because we find over and over and over and over again. And another reason why I brought this up is like the pyramids. We still can't even tell you how we build pyramids. And that was only 10,000 years ago. And 10,000 years ago sounds like a long time, but in the time scale of earth and the universe and everything, that was yesterday. Yeah. And if we can't figure out what the fuck we did yesterday, there's so much more out there that we don't know and there's there's gotta be shit waiting to be found and and there's 
um, limits to things like stuff at the bottom of the ocean or whatever reasons why we can't go uncover it because we can't physically get down there or whatever. But there's going to be some shit popping. There is like he also predicted the chamber underneath the Sphinx that they actually found. They just haven't dug into. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Un- he said under the right paw, but it actually ended up being under the left paw. And he and um, there's this like. It it supposedly has um, information in it. It's like a it's like a chamber of secrets. It's like a hall of records type of thing that they supposedly. But who knows? Yeah, and that's you know? fucking so, crazy to be like, hey, there's a fucking secret room under the left paw, right paw. Who fuck cares? It's under the fucking paw of the Sphinx. He was right, and it, and he was right. Yeah, they they found it through fucking GPR, and then they and then once they found it. They decided not to let anybody look any further because they said that um, shooting the ground penetrating radar could potentially damage whatever's inside and like <clears throat> cause a cave in or whatever. And really, it's because that greedy motherfucker in Egypt, what's his name? The fucking the guy who's on everything ever to come out of Egypt. That motherfucker. The he doesn't know shit. He's always wrong. He doesn't know shit, and he's the fucking f- guy who speaks. About everything over yeah. there. He's a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that he's, you know, a big part of why we can't figure out what's going on. And they, they treat, they treat Egypt like a business. Like, if we let anybody find out any more information, people won't want to come here and find stuff anymore or like see it or visit or whatever. And, and that's dumb ass thinking. Because I don't think people give a shit. People want to see pyramids. There's some, it's a sight to see, you know. So no matter what truth comes out, I don't see what harboring or hiding information is going to help. Yeah, I agree. But that's uh, that's how it's been forever, you know. Information is probably going to be the new one world currency. We said Bitcoin or whatever, but it's going to be information. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> it already maybe, is. Kind uh, of. Maybe one day. Let's say this. Let's say that one day we become consciously woke and we decide that money doesn't mean anything anymore. And we decide that in the community, you get everybody's taken care of, whether you want to do shit or not, because there'll be enough people that want to do shit that'll make it livable for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you utopias could exist. Things could happen that way. Eventually, at some point. Yeah. So, uh, so my question that I wanted to bring up about Edgar Casey is that we've talked about the creative frequency a lot, and uh, all these different, you know, energies that are, you know, flowing through the air. Shit that we couldn't even detect until, you know, thirty years ago or whatever. Yeah. And. Uh, I'm wondering if, because he always did this in a trance, a quote-unquote trance. He was asleep, kind of hypnotized, dazed. I wonder if he maybe had some sort of ability to tune into one of these frequencies, and that's where he got this information from. Because, you know, a lot of the shit that he said did happen, enough to where it is questionable where he got this information. And it's not like, you know... uh it's it's not like it was a football game and he bet on it and he knew that someone was going to fucking do something and it was all fixed. You know what I mean? Well, this I look at all, it like this. I this think is all the, way in the future. Shit that he the, couldn't have faked. The, the human brain is all powerful for whatever reason. And it's not the biggest because there's monkeys that have bigger brains than us. It's not the fucking the brightest, but there's something about it that has qualities that are different in every one like you know like how um one person will have like the craziest iq and be the smartest motherfucker on earth and then the next person just could be a total moron yeah so it really varies depending on genetics right edgar casey won the lottery of genetics as far as having a higher mental capacity and that motherfucker had a bigger pineal gland than everybody else and was able to tap into shit that we're all able to do. That that's that's the thing is like every single one of us is capable of all the shit. Yeah. Every person on earth has has what it takes 
in your brain. You have all the shit right there. You just have to figure out how to use it. And over time, we've just lost those abilities as a people. But there's still some people out there that retain all this shit. And Edgar Casey was just one of them. The dude had a fucking, he was lifting brain weights. Uh-huh. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? And, and once he tapped into the shit, he kept using it. And, and it's just like any other muscle. The more you use it, the fucking more it grows. Yeah. And the shit just, he just got it. And, and it's the same. It's unfair that some people get the, the lottery win like that, but he got it. Einstein got it. You know, like a lot of, a lot of really bright motherfuckers got shit that we still don't understand. Einstein is still has predictions coming true all the fucking time. Yeah. The, the more stuff we learn, the more we prove Einstein right. And that is insane that he had that much foresight. And nobody was calling him a prophet or anything like that. They were just saying, oh, he's a really smart dude. Well, fucking Edgar Casey was also a really fucking smart dude. Yeah. And the shit that he was doing and figuring out how to tap into is not un common or like not alien like we could all do it he just figured out how to tune in and he did it right and that and that's the difference i think the rest of us can't do it because we don't care i think we can do it because uh yeah you're right if we cared we could because whenever you hear anything from any sort of shaman or any sort of person that does like meditation or like the ice man wim hoff exactly. they, they all say you can do this any normal person can do this i could teach you how to do it it's all about doing the exercises, doing these certain things and wanting to do it. And anybody can do it. And, you know, I think that's really what it's all about. It's just applying yourselves. These people just went all the way and applied themselves all the way. And which I totally understand because I have, I have that drive. I just apply it to things that matter to my life. Yeah. Everybody, you know, like, everybody has their, their thing. Yeah. So if I had that drive for fucking knowledge if i if i could turn that switch on if you had to drive for mathematics you'd be albert einstein yeah i, <laughs> I saw I would, this uh, I, I saw this thing i got a beef with uh with some church in my area they made a pamphlet and hung it up in the laundry room in my neighborhood and it was uh it was turned into this you like how i said that it was it was turned into this uh turned onto this page and fucking pinned onto the thing and it was talking about, should you believe in Jesus? Should I believe in Jesus? Was he real? And it was all these quotes from a bunch of people that I didn't know. And then the last one was Albert Einstein. And it says, Albert Einstein said that uh, he's been studying the stories of the son of Nazarene. And he believes that it's like beautiful. And that religion is very important. And that anybody that believes or like no no power like that could come out of a myth so the book like the bible is real and it's not a myth this is something that really happened blah 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 some sort of like cheesy ass quote and i was like i'm not really sure if that's how that went so i looked it up and i used google which is not a christian pamphlet at the laundry room of my neighborhood it is google the fax machine (coughs) and i found out that uh like albert einstein was actually against organized religion in a lot of ways thought that it was like unproductive to the human race to put all of our faith into God because we are humans and we should focus on human problems and not problems that our God will take care of. Exactly. And these fuck this church just lied to me. They lied to me. They lied to everybody else. And they took, (laughs) they took some bullshit that he said and took it out of context or it was a different Albert Einstein. It might not have been. So it's all about, (laughs) it's all about, uh, how you reacted to it, right? What did you do? I Googled it. Well, I, I sought out information from an alternate source. Yeah. But did you print that out and make a sign out of that Google search result and then hang that up on top of their side? I should. And now. I will. That's how you do it. So See, thank you. You fight fake info with real info. It's the info wars. It's called trolling in real life, and I'm about to do it. Oh, wait. That's Alex Jones. Whatever. Info wars. We could take it. We'll call it info's war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just move with the header. Yeah. Info's <laughs> war. <clears throat> so play that funky clip Ola 
of uh, predictions still to come. Predictions still to come. Ed- Edgar Casey's seven prophecies. Edward Gerd. Edward Garcia's Sarvan <laughs> Parfessors. All right, here they are. Okay. Casey's seven prophecies yet to come. I'm reading from a page called sleepingprophet.org. Number one, can we live forever? And Casey says, Now we find there are many changes in the body since we have had this, many for good. Many of the organs and the conditions show the changes as come about by the natural or so-called natural conditions and changes as the body succumbs to the effects of age or usage in the system. Much of this may be overcome. Man should live much longer than has been ordinarily given and will. October 18th, 1926. So 3D printed organs. Can oh, a yeah, so uh, we've been talking about that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's, I don't know, because he said all this natural shit in there. 3D printed organs could be what he's talking about, because they are coming <coughs> from like stem cells or some shit, you know. So like they're based out of something. They're printing flesh, you know. It's 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 a uh, a real thing, but. Remember that thing that we saw that uh, is a sleeve? It's like a pocket that you put your heart into, and it, it like makes your heart beat no matter what, and never let your heart stop. Yeah. Fuck. Right. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we like if we use the capabilities of blending stuff like that and like marrying it to like three D printed capabilities. Say fucking. Uh, we could print a new heart every 10 years and keep it at maximum capacity or whatever. And then on top of that, had an added layer of protection by one of these, uh, digital heart pockets. And then that motherfucker keeps your heart protected and beaten your new printed heart. So like it runs by itself almost. So it doesn't have to overuse its own muscle or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like if we blended the things together, and figured out a way to like make it run off of uh oxygenated blood power or something like that you know what i mean like if we could uh figure out how to make the machine run off of the body instead of a alternate power source like a battery or a fucking you know once we can make it run off of like the body then then it could be something like that. Then we could basically probably live forever. We could probably like just constant updates. We could live as long as we want to. If we ever get tired of it, we could just slow down the updates and stop updating and like gradually age. Or like we could just age at a snail's pace instead of like the fast rate that we are now basically. And I don't know, like there's so many possibilities. We were talking about David Cho and, and like how he was saying the same Ricky Bobby shit that we were saying. And so. Yeah. 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 It's definitely familiar. I think that's, uh, I think that's where it's going for sure. 1926. Number two. Can a perpetual motion machine be designed? A machine that fuels itself? Quote, you will have before you the gasless motor invented by 4666. Quote, yes, we have the body and inquiring mind of 4666. Also, the associations and those conditions surrounding the... Per- okay, we don't need to hear this guy fucking read this thing forever. <laughs> so, perpetual motion machine. A machine that fuels itself, that doesn't need gas. And that's actually... We were actually watching a couple of videos, and there's hella videos out there of people that have made all these different devices and machines that run off of varied things that aren't gas do you remember the guys that made like the volkswagen beetle that ran off of used cooking oil yeah that's been around forever yeah and they drove around the united states and went to like fast food places and they were like hey can we take your old oil because they paid to get it picked up so they just didn't have to pay their 40 dollars that week and they just dumped it into their fucking tanks and used it to fuel their shit Yep. That was like, those were the first ones that did it back in the day. And all kinds of people are doing it now and getting shut the fuck down. Well, uh, yeah, it's them. Um, compressed air. Fucking, um, there's some new 
electric motors that like gather electricity straight out of the air. There's um, new, uh, I don't know, there's like um, alcohol motors. Um, so many different things that don't burn off of fossil fuels that don't pollute or anything and that already exist and have existed for a long time. Yeah. And then uh, it looks like a lot of a lot of the rest of this stuff is a second coming of Jesus in the midst yeah. of a religious war. Uh, there's a lot of weird shit in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, a the, new root the, race? Uh, pole shift? Yeah. That's scary. When you listen to them talk about the pole shift, that shit's nuts. Yeah, that's scary as fuck. So this guy... Uh, this guy definitely fucking knew something that we did. Uh, everything it sounds like. Yeah, he knew everything that we didn't. Yeah, you know, no, it's it literally sounds like he knew everything that was coming. Everything he can go and see it all. Yeah, and and fuck, it's, that's the conundrum, right? Like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, that's conundrum. Do you want to know it all? If you could know it all, would you want to know it all? If you could know the meaning of life. And then there was nothing else to know after that. Would you want the answer? I think so, because that's what uh, that's what Buddhism is all about. It's all about not knowing the answer and being content, like knowing that you're not supposed to know. And then you're not searching anymore. You know what I mean? Like the whole point of it is that you're not supposed to know. But what happens if you know? I, th I think it'd be the same because you have... You have almost the same, uh, it all depends on what it is, but you'd have almost the same kind of feeling of completion. No, because look at... Whether you know or you know that you're not supposed to know, same thing, you're done. The The conundrum exists because of when you, when you find out, it's always too good to be true. It's never what you think it is, right? When you really find out the existence... Yeah. And the meaning of life. It's like a Fantasy Island episode and everything. You're going to regret it because you're going to be like, well, fuck. Mm -hmm. All right, then. So, some things should remain a mystery. You're right. Yeah. I think that we're going to be flexing our fucking Potsdamus muscles this year. Oh, I'm already doing make, it. You making you predictions. You saw eight out of ten picks on that fight. That's pretty damn good. I know. We're going to keep it up. And I'm going to predict that we are going to be back... On, sa on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> every day. Every day. Every day we'll be back. Go check out our YouTube. We're there every day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh. So, yeah. That's it. Pastradam pa Pastradamus. Pasta. It's pa Wait, pasta. Say it in Japanese again. Say Pastradamus in Japanese? No, not your Habitat Podcast. All right. That'll be the that, sign that'll off. That'll be it. Yeah, that's our new sign off. <laughs> the Google translated Japanese Natural Habitat Podcast. All right, everybody. Well, Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next time. Shizen Seisokuchi no podcast. Natural Habitat Recording.